Hello and welcome to the bad, the bad, and the worst. The show taking you through the world's most terrible mistakes in design. For our episode today, we're going to be looking at the worst television show ever made. I'm Jesse, and I'm joined by our two co-hosts. Go ahead and say hi, guys. What's up, everyone? It's Bruce Joe. Hey, everyone. I'm Daniel. All right, guys. So first question I have for you today. You guys watch TV a lot or no? More than I'd like to care to admit, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all? Okay. Hey, Bruce, what do you like about watching TV? You know, sometimes I just want to turn off my brain and watch and be entertained, you know. Games and books, they take very active effort from me to, you know, really enjoy the content. But TV, you just chill. You just watch. You chill, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think television is a pretty good way to just turn off your brain and, like, relax after watching, after doing something really difficult, you know? Like, I don't want to play a hard game after work or something, but, like, you know, you can turn on a TV show and just kind of become a mental vegetable for a while. Yeah, let your half brain cell, you know, relax a little bit. Exactly. It's worked hard today, and it, it deserves the time off. So what do we all have for our worst television show today? Daniel, you go ahead and go first. Oh, no. I brought quite the controversial choice. I brought The Bachelor. I brought Marvel's Iron Fist. And why'd you guys pick that? You know, I watched one episode of The Bachelor with my sister because she's really into it, and I can tell from being, like, an outsider that this show mm, ain't right. See, Iron Fist is about a superhero who does martial arts with an actor who has never done any martial arts in his life before. Sounds pretty promising to me. <laughs> Personally, I chose Fred the Show. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, that was the only appropriate reaction. And for our listeners who might not be familiar with Fred, it was a very popular YouTube web series. I believe the late 2000s and early 2010s. After that, he was given a lot of movies and shows by Nickelodeon. And all I'm going to say right now before we get into it, Fred's YouTube humor does not extend into the television realm well at all. But before we get into talking about what really is the bad, the bad, and the worst, I want to take a moment to remind you guys to check out our Twitter, our Discord, and our Instagram. Hey Bruce, I've been having some real trouble coming up with ideas for our next episode. Have you tried checking our Discord server or our Twitter and Instagram? No, I haven't. Well, right now, we have a Discord server ready for anyone to join, and our listeners can react to our episodes and give suggestions for future ones. It's the best way for us to talk to our listeners, and our best way for our listeners to talk to us. Sounds like the person listening should join and tell us what their opinion on what the worst really is. Alright, and back to the regular show. Daniel, you go ahead and go first this week. Tell us why The Bachelor, a show that's actually very popular... <laughs> And beloved by a lot of people. <laughs> why is this why is it the worst television show ever made when you had so many other choices? I arguably did have a lot of choices this week, but I decided to go ahead and do The Bachelor just because of how, you know, rigged and artificial it is. Like for a reality show, it just is so fake and ingenuine. And I think like as an outsider I could definitely identify like these humans are just not acting like humans. Like, I even, like, found a quote online that says, I surrendered myself to the producers. Like, it gets random people from everywhere and then makes them act and makes them be actual personalities when they're not. And, yeah, it's just all produced. It's not a real reality show. But is any reality television show really a real reality show? And does that make it inherently less entertaining, even if it's completely fake? 
I mean, I guess we all appreciate like a certain like reality to it, and reality shows tend to at least have some sense or have some base of reality. Um, I believe most of The Bachelor is actually just 100% like artificial, and it's, it is very, very hard to find any actual genuine love or compassion. And even some of the characters are just flanderized in the most basic form. You know, this girl is soccer mom, this girl is actor, this girl is whatever. And it plays that portrayal throughout the entire show, and it just, you know, reinforces these ideas that these are how these women and these men are, but it's not really always true. Was it entertaining to you, like, at all? When you were watching it? I mean, I think it's, like, more for girls. And me seeing it as a guy, like, you know, I'm not entertained by all that drama that was going on. So maybe it's just that. You know, my question is, when we're talking about other bad TV shows, they're going to have, like, this really terrible cinematography, really terrible soundtrack. Is The Bachelor's, like, fakeness so bad that it overrides these things? You know, that's an excellent point. I'm not quite sure if it does that, but at least it does some things where it definitely shouldn't be. All right, and that's Daniel's case for why The Bachelor is the worst show ever made. And before we move on to our next pick, Fred, the show. Once again, you are listening to The Bad, The Bad, and The Worst. I have, I think, what is definitively the worst TV show ever made. Fred, the show. Like I said, this was a show that aired in 2012 on Nickelodeon. And it lost almost a quarter of its viewers between the first and the second episode. And I think that should give you an immediate indication for what kind of quality we're talking about here when we're talking about Fred the Show. Again, this is a show that's made for kids, but looking at it, I think that you would think that it's made as a torture device. (laughs) There's constant jump cuts, and none of there aren't even any jokes. It's supposed to be a comedy show, but there, there aren't any jokes. It's just some annoying character running around with a voice changer you you hear this high-pitched terrible squeaky voice and watch this character the most annoying things ever and i think almost anyone who still has their sanity left after watching the episode will at least feel an urge to punch a wall at the very least it's very similar to annoying orange if any of you unfortunately remember that as well very true and i think we can understand at least that there is a reason why these shows were popular on the on the platforms that they are popular on, but the humor wasn't really that funny in the first place. And I think even fans of the original series would probably say that it doesn't translate well. I mean, they also had lots of jump cuts, which you mentioned, but I don't think you exaggerated just how bad it is. Like, when there is no dialogue, there is a cut every single second. It's insane. It's too much, okay? There's a reason we don't constantly jump cut. It's acceptable in the YouTube community, but I feel like that's because time needed and the time that you have on YouTube to produce videos isn't that high. But when you're producing a TV show, you need to make it look nice. I don't want my eyes to start bleeding when I watch your show. It's like they're really tone deaf when they're trying to consider how kids have low attention spans. It's like, yeah, they have low attention spans, but like, seriously, it's not 0.5 seconds. You know, I think Fred's voice makes me tone deaf. Thought I repressed this memory a long time ago, and unfortunately, he's back. Thanks, Jesse. (laughs) No problem. I am happy to remind everyone. I think everybody forgot about this show is the crazy part. When we were doing all the research for this episode, whenever we mentioned Fred, it was like, oh my god, I forgot about that show. 
And everyone forgot about that show for a good reason, because they didn't want to remember it. Nobody wants to remember Fred. It was a very uh, failed experiment of translating YouTube to not YouTube. The worst part is, is I feel like no one's even learned the lesson. Like, there's a lot of YouTube originals, or there were a lot of YouTube originals with YouTube stars. It doesn't work. I've never seen the YouTube originals. I assume they're not as bad as Fred, because nothing's as bad as Fred. Yeah, cringe humor can be fine, but that... That was something else entirely, I think. Like, was it meant as cringe humor? Like, it's cringy to us. Was it cringy to kids? I mean, kids are wrong about everything. (laughs) Yeah, this is correct. Uh, I think cringe humor can be fine. Like, you look at a show like Seinfeld, and, like, it's funny because they do dumb things. But there's actual jokes and actual structure. Or The Office is another really popular pick, you know? Where it's, like, like, all the things that, like, Michael Scott does are, like, on purpose cringe. But there's a structure and a punchline, and delivery, and not just some six jump cuts to a guy screaming through a voice changer, you know? Entertainment, to the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched it yesterday with you, Jesse, and I was just laughing the whole entire time. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hot take. But it was mostly because I was just cringing at the fact of how, like, like yeah, how bad it was. Like, all the jump cuts and, like, all, like, the terrible dialogue and even, like, the quote-unquote plot. It so just... bad that it's good. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it for me, at least. So, We have to remind the listeners at home that Daniel's sense of humor is objectively bad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. When we, were watch- when we were watching this show yesterday, they opened a treasure... This is the quality of humor on Fred. I want everyone to know. <laughs> they opened a treasure chest, and Fred said, Ah, oh, there is no booty. And then Daniel broke out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it was hilarious. Oh, that one was pretty good, though. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> you're both wrong. Good, <laughs> you're both wrong. I'm the only one left. Hey, there's a reason he got a movie, too. He got more than one movie. <laughs> more than one movie. <laughs> he got three. And John Cena. Hey, what? <laughs> there's a John Cena cameo. Right. You don't remember the John Cena cameo in the three Fred movies? I do know, Come actually. Come on. Oh, my God. I did not want to remember that, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> also... But it's additionally offensive because these were commercially successful. Think about, I want I want you at home right now to think of your favorite underappreciated TV show. The one that you know more people would like if they just gave it a shot. And now keep in mind that Fred got 2 million viewers throughout its season. <laughs> All right, and that's my case for why Fred the show, A Crime Against Humanity, is the worst TV show ever made. Bruce, can you go ahead and tell us about your pick for this week, The Iron Fist? Right, let's talk about Iron Fist. So this is the fourth in the series of Marvel Netflix's The Defenders, right? We started with Daredevil, went into Jessica Jones, went into Luke Cage. All three of these series, huge popular hits. Amazing. Daredevil and Jessica Jones had probably some of the best written antagonists of this decade. So Iron Fist, naturally being the fourth in the series, it's gotta be good too, right? Well, let's start with a little bit of background, right? So... Iron Fist, the character, is an orphaned, rich, white, Buddhist monk, martial artist, who uses chi. Hey, wait, hey, wait, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was he? A nice, orphaned, rich, white, Buddhist monk, martial artist. So he's like Batman, but for martial arts. And he's also like 17 different things on the side. (laughs) It's not an uncommon story in Hollywood, right? We look at Batman, I don't know, Oliver Queen, Iron Man. Iron Fist follows the same thing, so it shouldn't be too bad, okay. theoretically, okay. right? Keep, keep on talking about Buddhist monk Batman, all right? Keep Buddhist monk Batman, all right, here we go. Rich, um, rich 
Buddhist monk. Rich. That, that, and, an orphan, rich. and an orphan. His parents is, are dead. Yeah. Is, isn't a rich Buddhist monk a contradiction? Like, <laughs> that's, Oh, yeah, that's great. That's, that's, a, a, good that's a good point, actually. That's a good point, yeah. Like, I thought the whole point of being a Buddhist monk is you don't have, like, worldly possessions. You know, you could talk to Marvel about that one. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write him a letter I'm after I'm going to write this. a very angrily written letter. Right, he was written in the 1970s, which was uh, kind of a kung fu craze, if you remember that. So just looking at his origin story, some would call it kind of a collection of orientalist stereotypes. So it's already a little bit racially uncomfortable for a lot of viewers. But when we talk about Luke Cage's backstory, he is a bulletproof black criminal whose main motif is chains. It sounds really bad when you say it out loud, but... That does sound really bad. It does. <laughs> it does. But in the Luke Cage show, they just, they did it right. They were really socially conscious. They, you know, talked about police brutality and just general, like, race relations in America without being offensive to anyone. Iron Fist didn't quite hit that mark, ignoring the fact that they treated, you know, martial arts as an object of consumerism rather than a part of Asian culture. When your character is written well, you can approach difficult topics, like how Daredevil approached Catholic guilt, or how Jessica Jones approached abusive relationships and did it well. Iron Fist didn't have any of that. Yeah, that's fair. Even though we talked a little bit about how TV is kind of mindless fun, you can still get a lot of like positive morals out of it if you write it well and if you like create a convincing message and you just do your best to portray that message in a respectful and meaningful way. Exactly, and TV can be as serious or as fun as the show wants to be. Iron Fist was meant to be a serious TV show, which is why I think it really missed that mark wanted to be, you know, a story of someone being stuck between two identities, right? You know, like, as you mentioned earlier, being an orphan, but also a Buddhist monk, being beholden to both white and Asian cultures. The idea of this story is fantastic. It's one that a lot of actual Asian Americans go through in their lives. But unfortunately, Iron Fist just couldn't quite find its footing of what it wanted to be. Did it want to be a serious story about white and Asian culture, or did it want to just be a martial arts superhero TV show where his power is punching things really hard and it's really fun to watch him punch things really hard. But, you know, I, I want to go back to something you actually mentioned at the very beginning of the show. You talked about how the main actor has actually never done martial arts. So can it really be that good at uh, being this funny show where he just punches things? Is that a good part of the show? Great point. So let's talk about the Marvel problem. When Marvel has an actor who doesn't know how to fight or can't do action scenes very well, what's their solution? It's to shake the camera. Just shake the camera more <laughs> and make more cuts and it will be fine. And that's how you end up in this situation where Iron Fist has 56 cuts in 35 seconds for one fight scene. That's like Fred. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has more cuts than Fred. More than one per that's second. That's not possible. And yet here we are in a million dollar production value show. Hey, hey, all I'm saying is if they can't see anything, they can't tell you that it looks bad. That's, this is true. Mm -hmm. that is, that's the Marvel solution. You know, I don't blame the actor for it. They didn't give him a stunt double, and they casted an actor who doesn't know martial arts to play the role of a martial artist superhero. I see no problems here. I see no problems here. It could have, I mean, yeah, it w there's no salvaging that, I think. <laughs> there is no salvaging it. I think a stunt double could salvage it, but yeah, if your entire focus of the movie, like from an action perspective, is martial arts, and you don't have a martial artist, what are I you mean, thinking? Why don't they just pull like Keanu Reeves, where like Keanu Reeves got like military training for his positions? They, did they not even do that? I'm sure he got some training, but it clearly was not enough. <laughs> How was the rest of the show besides the action scene? Honestly, you know, the writing falls pretty flat. 
when we again when coming from such compelling storylines that you know Daredevil and Jessica Jones had moving into Iron Fist it was all very bland very bland pretty forgettable you know just having some really nice action scenes some really nice martial arts would have helped at least salvage the show by being entertaining but it doesn't even have that so I feel like it's very lacking in every sense you know in terms of its identity in terms of its writing in terms of its fighting you know this is off the back of a show like Daredevil which had a three-minute one-shot scene that convinced every viewer watching it that this show was not messing around three minutes and one shot is insane I know this isn't related to Iron Fist but to hold a shot that long in a fight scene is really impressive. It was amazing. Yeah, the Daredevil fight scene in season one was honestly some of the best like fight cinematography I've seen in a long time. Hey man, maybe the guy who made that scene just like had to like pick up his kids so he went home early, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was Bruce's case for why the Iron Fist was the worst TV show ever made. And once again, you guys are listening to the bad, the bad, and the worst, but... Now, we have to decide what really is the bad, the bad, and the worst. And most importantly, what really is the worst. So we're going to come together here. We have a set of three questions, just like we do every week, determining what the worst show really is. All right, guys. So my first question for you is, which one is the biggest mismatch of expectations versus you actually watching it? So which one left you the most disappointed? Hmm. I think if you watch Fred, you kind of already like know it's going to be a little bit of cringe. That's very true. You can watch the first three seconds, and you've, <laughs> you probably have as much experience as watching the entire show. Yeah, the bar was instantly lowered as soon as you watched two seconds of Fred. But I believe Bruce's pick has to take the cake on that one. It just had such high expectations, and then it was a big flop. Yeah, I think I knew exactly what I was expecting when I started to watch The Bachelor. Same with Fred. Iron Fist, however was definitely a very large disappointment to many fans. Yeah, I think the other two just have sheer bad quality to them, but definitely Iron Fist is the only one where you wouldn't be getting what you'd be expecting. The Bachelor, like you said, Bruce, is it's exactly what you're expecting, whether or not that's something you like. And then the next question is, which would you actually want to watch the least if given the choice between the three? There is only one correct answer here, and that is Fred the show. It's yes, clearly Fred. It clearly. is clearly Fred. <laughs> one answer. Yeah, Iron Fist, I still finished it. The Bachelor is <laughs> fine. You know, you can put it on in the background. It's fine. Daniel quit after one episode of Fred, even though he's like, yeah, I laughed the entire way. <laughs> no. It had a good booty joke in it. I don't oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, The Bachelor didn't even have a booty joke at all, and it's The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Y- yeah, but I'm just saying, we watched the one, like, 12-minute episode, and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't watch anymore. If that doesn't say which one of the worst of these shows are... The, how long is The Bachelor? I don't know. I think it's under an hour. So about 45 minutes? Yeah. fair to say? Okay. So, you watched one episode of something four times as long as Fred. So imagine in the time length of The Bachelor, you watched four Fred episodes instead. Yeah, I quit to do my homework halfway through because <laughs> I, would ra- I would rather do my homework <laughs> than apparently watch Fred. Probably more exciting. <laughs> it was, actually. not going to lie. Homework doesn't have booty jokes, though. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking now, Bruce. <laughs> We're looking for a new host for the show. <laughs> yeah. So, which one of these shows leaves the worst feeling in your mouth is the last question. So, I think... I think there's a decent case to be made for all three of these here. But 
basically what this question boils down to is how you're feeling after you finish the show. Which one leaves the worst feeling with you guys? I want to tear my ears out after I hear an episode of Fred. Yeah, you know, Iron Fist was kind of an Orientalist fever dream in some respects, but it was trying to be good. Fred was offensive to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, again, big disappointment, sure. But, like, in terms of sheer, oh, my God, I wish my head was through the wall next to me. It's Fred. It's, it's, it's <laughs> clearly Fred. It's clearly. I could finish watching Iron Fist or even The Bachelor if you really asked me to. Not Fred, though. Not Fred. No one wants to watch Fred. That's why I'm convinced that universally it has been blocked from everyone's memory. You're welcome for the friendly reminder, guys. No problem. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> As a consensus, I'm winning two out of three questions. We have decided, I think unsurprisingly, that Fred, the show, is the worst television show ever made. This has been the bad, the bad, and the worst. Go ahead and check out our Twitter and Instagram, at BadWorstPod. We also have a Facebook, same at BadWorstPod. But more importantly, make sure to hop in the Discord server. Let us know what you think the worst television show of all time really is. Or, if you're a big fan of The Bachelor or something like that, make sure to go in the Discord server and tell Daniel off. <laughs> Please, at Daniel. Seriously, this guy has so many bad opinions. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.